You're listening to Marathon Church Podcast. We exist to build communities that love Jesus, love people, and live on purpose. To learn more about Marathon Church, visit MarathonChurch.org. We hope that this encourages you today and builds your faith. Enjoy this week's message. All right, I'm, I'm running. Okay, I'm good. feel like I just came out of a video game. Call of Duty Black Ops, baby. I'm ready. Dog, y'all having fun? I've been having a lot of fun. I hope y'all having fun. I really do. Did something good happen to you this week? Yes. You watching online? I hope so. I hope something good happened. Uh, do you know why it happened? <laughs> you ever thought about why did a good thing happen to me? That's, that's interesting. Uh, one of the things you have to think about, uh, anything good that happens on earth, it's because somebody did it. It wasn't like automatic. We don't live in the automatic place where everything goes well. And, you, and other people bless other people because that is who we are and that's what we do. So if something good happened to you, it's because somebody did it. Does that make sense? And, uh, and the other thing is that we talked about last week that a lot of you are basically an answer to prayer for someone else if you're paying attention. If you're paying attention. That was one of the things, being aware, paying attention to this stuff. And so I got some stuff for you today. I thought I'd try to help you. Because this word, this generous word, it just sends shock waves into everybody. It's like, ah, oh. you know, like, what happened? Are you generous? You want to be generous? And then you use the word in church, and it's really bad. And it really just messes all of you up. Because some of you are like, I'm done. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to listen. I get it. I know that because that's the way you're born. Do you know that? We're just natural-born sinners, and that's the way we do. We just think like that. So we have to realize, we have to understand that the things that I'm talking about today isn't something you like. It isn't natural. And you know this because you have children. Children, they, uh, they don't like share, do they? Uh, they don't do that. Because why is that? Because that's just our nature. We don't share. We don't give. We keep. It's all mine. And when I don't get what I want, I just scream. That's what, that's what children do. So that's kind of how it works. So now I'm walking into this thing, which isn't natural for you, and you don't even like it because it kind of shakes you up a little bit. So I thought I could try to help you with that because I'm not talking about the stuff that's natural to you. I'm talking about the supernatural stuff because this actually came from heaven. It did not come from here. It came from Jesus Christ. So now we've got to figure this out because we said, here, watch this. I love this part. We said we want to follow Jesus Christ. We won't be like Jesus Christ, and we won't do what he does. Uh, but what he does and what he tells us to do isn't natural for you. You see, that's where you have the problem. So this generosity, let's just pay attention a little bit and watch what happens. Uh, try to stay with me, because I've already used the word you don't like. You know, I already did that to you. So let's do this. Uh, i got a great video, by the way. Oh, my. I can't wait to get to that. Uh, generosity, the ability to get the best version of life possible. I told you this was like, like the magic pill or the silver bullet for you. If you really want to get the most out of life, then you need to figure this word out. You need to see how this works when it comes to generosity. Now, let's go ahead and let's talk about all the stuff. We, do. we don't have enough time. We don't have enough this. We don't have enough that. We don't have no money. Who has money? We all got, we guess, who has too much? That's That's amazing. So I think that the thought for you naturally, the natural tendency will be when everything works out and everything settles down and when I have enough money, then I'll be generous. You never will. Is everybody, is that good? 
Because this is not where, this isn't heaven, and it's not natural for things to settle down. So you understand? It's natural things to go crazy. Got holidays coming up. You got to put your Christmas tree up. You got all this stuff to do. So probably not going to settle down. I don't know what's a good, a good week for you to figure out generosity because Christmas is coming, and then we're going to make you talk about it, and we're going to create feelings. It's amazing, isn't it? I'm just going to do all these things that's not natural to you, and you're just going to get mad. So that's what happens. And when you see somebody on the street holding up a sign, you're just mad. You ever thought about that? That's just the way we are. It's amazing how this goes. So I want to get you the best possible life out of this, okay? This is what I want to have happen for you. So what I'm talking about isn't natural, but it's supernatural. And most Christians are going to live, live their whole life with all this power within us through Jesus Christ, all the things that we could do that we don't do, and we never see God working because of this thing when it comes to generosity and being generous. That's where power comes from. That's where God gets in what you're doing because it starts with you. So if anything good is going to happen to you, it's going to be by somebody else or, or is anything good going to happen to you at all, it's going to be on purpose. Just, re just realize that you're not going to lose weight overnight because you prayed about it. Does everybody understand? So there's something, God, you know, that wouldn't it be nice to God just take it all away? Just take it all away, God. I tell you, I hear what you ought to do. Just like, don't try to do anything for a month. Just give in to whatever your natural tendencies are and just eat, eat everything you want. And the great expanse will happen in one month. <laughs> it will all be there for you. And it, you know, isn't it, isn't it crazy what's bad for us? That's what we sometimes, that's what we do. And what's good for us, we don't. When it, you know, how does that work? Well, that's, we're just natural born sinners. That's just, that's what we do. We get mad. Uh, I don't care if you're, how long you've been a Christian, you're going to get mad. I don't not care how long you've been a Christian, you're probably going to say a cuss word somewhere. You're going to flip somebody out because they pulled out in front of you, in Jesus' name, of course. <laughs> I mean, it's just really strange how we are, but that's our natural tendencies to be like we are. So for me to say, uh, be generous, I love this part. You know, we, we put up signs. It say, be good. Don't you just love that? You have to put a sign up to tell you to be good. We never put a sign up that says, let's be bad today. I want to be the worst person in the world today. We don't do that because we're just good at that. That's just our natural thing. We can be bad. We really can. It's a struggle to be good. Isn't it? It's a struggle to do the right thing. It's a struggle to be generous because it's not natural for us. So let's think about this. Here's some ways you can be generous. Now, I got to move, move you away from this feeling you're having right now. So you're having a, let me help you real quick. You're having a feeling like, he knows he's probably right, but I don't know yet. I'm still hanging in there. You're trying to, you just hang on, but you're still, you're thinking about it. You can be generous with your thoughts. You got to have awareness of other people in the world besides you. That's how you be generous. Got, the world will not work if it's all about you. You will not be happy and you will be sad. Uh, your words, you can use your words. You can encourage people. I'll tell you some stuff that I do. Uh, money, you can give money away. You can't take it with you anyway. It's a funny thing how we are. We want as much as we possibly can get, and we want to keep it all. And you're like, it's the complete opposite of Jesus Christ. Isn't that amazing how we do? Uh, and then time, you don't have any of that, right? You, when everything settles down, you can give some time to something. Is that good? All right, attention, paying attention to people, our belongings. I do this, uh, I give something away every month. I try to. 
I mean, something that's not, listen, something that's good. Try to give something away that's good, not something that, oh, you, oh well, you know, I don't like that anymore. You got to think about it. So this is, this is just a thought for you as we walk into what's about to happen to you. Do you understand? Are you still having that feeling? Because you get a feeling now. Like, oh, I don't know yet. Have you ever been in somebody else's faith? That's the thought. The reason I'm asking you to be generous because this person over here is praying, God, I need help here, I need this, and you're going to be walking in because you're paying attention because you're a generous person, and these, all of a sudden you two meet, and that person says, do you remember? You are an answer to my prayer because you were paying attention. Because if you're not careful, all the stories you ever have in your life will be all about you. This is what will happen. This will not be what you want. You want the best version of life, you got to figure out how to be generous. So you're going to be somebody else's faith. Somebody did, you got something good happened to you, so something, somebody did something, right? Was you good to somebody else? That would be the question. Here we go. Generosity is about taking your entire life, everything you are and everything you own, and using it to bless the people around you. Everything you are, everything you have, everything you own, none of it is yours. It's amazing. We think we own things. 50 years from now, somebody else is living in my house. Somebody's driving. Well, probably I don't know about the car. You know, they have dogs. I don't think so. I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm just telling you, our natural tendency is to, to keep everything, to buy everything, to want everything. It'll be really interesting because today I will create a feeling, maybe a desire, maybe a thought. You want to be generous. And by the time you get to Cracker Barrel, it's all gone. And then you'll buy your shirt. It is really strange how we are, isn't it? As if we don't have enough of something. We have to have one more. And you say, how is that? That's the way you were born. So I'm working off your natural tendencies, and now I'm trying to move you to supernatural because if you've never seen it happen and never seen it work, you don't know what I'm talking about. And it's not a feeling. It's not just a desire. But that's what you're having now. We'll work at it as we get it. Uh, Steps of generous life. Let's do this. Uh, We talked about this last week. You have to be aware there are other people in the world. Is everybody, is everybody paying attention to that? You have to be aware. Generosity will cause this to happen. You just won't walk into a place just thinking, I'm in, I'm out. This generosity thing will cause you to be aware of other people, other things in their life. And then we have this action. At some point, it's got to move away from a thought, got to move away from a feeling, got to move away from a desire. At some point, we actually have to do something. And this is where we get hung up, by the way. We don't know exactly where to start. It's kind of like an exercise program. Let's go on YouTube. Let's figure it out. Let's see what's happening. What do I need to buy? Do I want to eat? Nobody, this is what I'm saying. It's like, you know, maybe I want to do this, but where do I start? I'll help you in a few. I have to show you what Jesus did, though. It's crazy what he does. We are not born with a desire to be generous. Just understand I'm moving you from what's nat- not, what is natural for you to what is unnatural for you. And let me tell you what's unnatural, to care about other people. You have to be taught that, and then you have Jesus Christ in there who tells you to. Uh, being generous and kind to other people, that's not what you want to do. But then you have to be taught that. You have to teach your children how to be respectful, how to be kind. All these things have to be taught because I'm dealing with things that are natural for you, but it's unnatural for the kingdom. And this is why the power of God lives in us, because you won't be able to do it by yourself. You won't. 
You'll just bow up and say, I'm not doing it. Let somebody else do it. So here we, we think about this. We're all like sheep have gone astray. In other words, we're, we're just naturally born sinners doing our own thing, wandering around this world and hoping for the best and hoping that something good will happen. That's what we do as if we have nothing to do with it. And this is where we get in trouble. Each of us has turned to our own way. Of course we have. Our children will go their own way. Here's what he says about us a little bit. Uh, Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. Of course it is. Do we ever grow up from this, by the way? I'm just curious. Just a thought for you. It may be that we never move from this. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We're just right. That's the problem with the world. I'm right and you're wrong. And that's what happens because that's the way we were born. And then we have to figure out this God thing and this Jesus thing. And here I am throwing out this generosity word that's just messing you up. There is a way that seems right to a man, but, it end, but it, its end is the way to death. So if you want to have a miserable life, just keep doing what you're doing. That's what it's saying. You just do what's naturally for you to do, and you can have a miserable life, and then you'll die in the end. And wow. Or do you want to make an impact? You want to have a great life? This is what he's telling us. Or do you want, do you want something good to happen, not only for you, for other people? Because there's a supernatural thing that has to happen as we get into this. Generosity for us will come as a feeling or a thought with a desire to be generous. Have I created at this moment, watch this, maybe a desire to be generous? Maybe think about it. Maybe not. It's hard to break through those things. It's like an exercise program. We'll start. When do you start? When does that start? The next week, the next week, the next week. I mean, at some point, it's got to, you have to decide, this is when it happens, and what am I going to do? Because I think the desire to exercise is not warning us. We do not want to exercise. We want to eat donuts. It's just what we do. So I, I'm just thinking, you know what? Here's what's going to happen. Let me help you real quick. Go ahead and eat what you want today. Okay, just do that. Just eat what you want, and don't worry about it. Just start next week sometime and try to do better. But you're not going to do better because now you've got holidays coming. So now it's a two-month event. And you're like, I'm not even going to try. Why are we not already doing this? Is this not everywhere? We're not even going to try. Okay, let's just don't do that. And then and Christmas shows up and you, they want you to give money. And you're like, oh, this is tearing me up. I know it. Here we go. We've got to move away from this, this desire. This, we've got to move away from the thought and the feeling. You will never feel like exercise. Has everybody got that? You will never feel like being generous or being kind. You will never, ever feel like giving any of your money or your belongings away. Never. You never will. I don't care what you see on TV and how many sad things happen. It'll eventually, if you don't, when that commercial comes on TV, if you don't pick up that phone right then and you'll say, I'll do it tomorrow, it'll never happen. Because you're just working off a feeling. Let's try something. Generosity is not a natural behavior. It is a learned behavior. It is learned. It is not natural. Now, as you become adults and you have your own money, this is where my daughter is right now. It's like, well, I've been generous. I know you've been generous, but you've been generous with my stuff. You see how that works? So at some point, you get the control what you do. 
Does that make sense? At some point, you're stepping out of the house, and you're going to have to have your own job, and you're going to have your own money. You have your own time. And now what? You can't live off somebody else's faith. Everybody wants to live off somebody else's faith. Right now, some of you are living off somebody else's faith. This church was started for you, and you didn't even know it. You didn't even know what happened. I had a bunch of college kids in 1997, a bunch of college kids, and we had to raise some money to even try to have bulletins in the church. And so what did we do? Well, we don't, well I got 10, I got this. They, we had hardly nothing. They had nothing. But that nothing turned into thousands because the supernatural happens. See, this is what you don't get. This is what I've seen over and over. The supernatural happens. But it only happens because people make it happen. And that would be you. So here we go. I do not understand what I do. This is Paul. This is, this is, put this over your child's bed right here, okay? I do not understand what I do. Beautiful. For what I want to do, I do not do. Yes, mother, I really would like to obey you. I would like to do what I, you tell me to do, but I just can't do it. You ever heard that conversation? Uh, what they tell you they don't love you anymore? Isn't that wonderful? That's when you want to say, go get a job. Right there. Go get a job. Uh, but what I hate to do, what I don't want to do, what I want to do, I don't do, and what I hate to do, I end up doing. Why is that? We're natural-born sinners. This, this thing that happens with us with Jesus Christ, it's a work in progress. There's power in there. At some point, we just got to say, this is what we're going to do. You're never going to feel like it. I'm surprised a lot of you came today because I know you didn't feel like it. Isn't that true? It's like, oh, I don't really want to do this. I don't feel like going. And then you get here like, oh, I'm so glad I showed up. Well, I hope you're still glad. I hope you are. But that's what happens to us. Once we do the right thing, then the feeling comes. If you wait for the feeling to do the right thing, never happen. That's what you got to get. It's a learned behavior. How to move from feeling generous to acting generous. Here's what I have to do. If you're going to do an exercise program, you're going to try to track it. Is that not right? I'm just, some of you like, you know, we're going to track it. We're going to write down the calories. We're going to be good. Let's just wait to January. But right now, let's talk about this. So here we are. So here's what you have to do. There needs to be a visual reminder. Let me tell you what's got to happen if you're going to be generous. You're going to have to actually think about what's happening, and you're going to have to plan for it. And you've got to plan for it the day you're thinking of it, or you won't do it. So you put it on the refrigerator. What am I going to do? I'll show you mine. I'll show you mine. Text reminders, be good, be generous. <laughs> Because you're not going to feel it. Does that make sense? Buy somebody's lunch. Text reminder. Something. Because you won't do this on your own. There is power in what you do when it is done because it moves heaven. You'll see this. This is what God's waiting on is you. And so the people, when I first started Marathon, when they started doing what they could do, lives started changing and thousands of things started happening. And it would happen in your life if you would think about this. A visual, enlist a team. You probably need some help. My team is my wife and my daughter, and my daughter will always have a conversation. What did we do this week? She's 17 going on 18. Who did we buy? What did we do this week? We have got that ingrained into her life, which is an incredible thing. I can't, if I've done anything right, that's it. But I can't wait to use her own money, but that's a good, good thing. So track your generosity. Now, you said... Real quick, I got a video coming. You said that somebody, something good happened to you, right? Is that correct? All right. What did you do good? 
You see, this being good for nothing's hard, isn't it? If you don't get paid for the good, you don't really want to do it. Is that way? Is that right? You know, I'm, I'm just talking to us. I just naturally, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to get. I got to get something in return. No, you don't, because you don't know what it means when the supernatural hits. So you have to track your generosity. Generosity will be done on purpose. Let me hurry. Okay, it's not an accidental thing that you buy somebody. Am I out of the blue? You may have a feeling. Track it. Here we go. I'll do mine real quick. Did I just do something? Here's mine. This is why we don't have technology right here anymore. Okay. Listen very carefully. Here's what I do. I, here's, my, here's my tracking. I have marathon first because I, this is what I was taught. And this is what Jesus in the Bible tells me that I need to give to my church. And so I did. So that's what I do first. So I give there first. That's what you got to think about as we walk through this. So what do you do first? Second thing I do is think of drive-through. This is weekly. I don't do this every day. Okay, this is weekly or monthly. Some things are monthly, some things are weekly. So I have to have a drive-through. What that means is you need to follow me around. That's what that means, okay? I have a cut, and then I, then I think, okay, who, am I, who can I, what can I do with people I'll never see? I do Compassion International. I have three children across the world. I never see them. I get letters from them, but that's just, it's just cool what happens, okay? So I do that. And so the other thing is I can't go play golf without giving something away. It's got to be golf balls, tees, a make a club. Uh, some people like cigars. Uh, all this stuff, I got to give something away to play golf. And sometimes I even pay for their round. It's just what it is. And then I go with other people who are very generous. Generous. When you're around generous people, it's hard to be generous because they won't let you. Does that make sense? But I don't know if you've experienced that. You know, that kind of thing. So praying for somebody you don't know is another thing I do. I'm, let me, <laughs> I'm not that spiritual. I'm just telling you, okay? I'm having to make these things happen. And it's got into my life. I prayed for people in a car or somebody. I said, Lord, they look really, really bad sinner. It's like a bad sinner right there. Just, God, have y'all ever, what are y'all doing? You ever, you, I mean, I, they look really bad. And so I said, God, you know, just kind of don't hurt them really bad, but just beat them up a little bit so they'll find you. Do y'all pray like that? Just beat them up. Don't put them in a the hospital, but just find, so they can find you. Do y'all pray like that? I don't do that. Oh, my Compliments and encouragement. I try to tell people they're doing good. I try to, you know, you look great today. You know, when they hit a good golf shot, uh, I say that was a great shot, you know, but I still want you to lose. So that's kind of what, you know how that works. Okay, I just throw it out there. And then I have one other thing I do is a shade tree ministry is where we help pastors. Uh, have, now, I put that on my list. I haven't done enough for them. Because they help pastors and missionaries that are about to give up in the ministry, bring in their kids. We actually have a boat down there. My dad's boat's there. And they get to use it for the ministry and take people out. Just, just get people reconnected and they're not losing their mind. So those, that's what I do. That's what I do. So I, you have to think, where am I generous? Because generosity moves God. Let me say this. It forces him to act. If you haven't seen supernatural yet, then you haven't been, you're not listening to what I'm saying. It forces him to act. This isn't about what I, if I give, if I buy something, you know, Dairy Queen and somebody gives me Dairy Queen, this is not about me trying to get something. This is about people's lives and moving the kingdom. And none of this, listen, everything that I own, everything that I have now is going to go away. Everything that belongs to me belongs to him and it belongs to somebody. 
I use what I can, I give what I can, I do what I can because the supernatural happens. And then, you, then I have more stories than just my own. And so that's something you have to think about. Faith, when you, when you do this thing in faith, when you are generous and you give, those things happen, God gets in there and makes it work. Doubles it, triples it, you don't even know. You're here, let's just watch this. You're here because college kids from Clemson in 1997 were given $10 a week. Anybody got any questions? This is what happens. This is what happens. And there's more happening. There's more happening. Let me tell you a story. Disciples were trying to figure this out. And then I'm going to show you the video. The disciples were trying to figure this out. And they had this, Jesus has been everywhere. So he gets across, he comes across the lake. Again, he's going back and forth on the lake. So he comes back in. And so they're having this crowd, these 5,000 people, which was about 20, by the way. So they have 5,000 people. And here we are. The disciples says, look, it's getting late. And these people are hungry. We need to send them away. So there's a pretty good deal. So first of all, there was an opportunity here to help people. And they thought it was just too late. So let's just send them away. And then Jesus says, no, 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 no. So you feed them. Now, that's, that's interesting because like, they're not thinking feed them. They said, well, and then we go to this thing. What do we have? We have fish and bread. And this is all we got. Okay, so you want me to do that? Yeah, I want you to feed them with what you have. So here's, where, here's what happens when it comes to us, when it's generosity. We don't think we have enough. Or the time's not right. You see, what, you see what I'm saying? The way God works, he works with you and what you have in your moments and in your time. And then this, Jesus said, okay, bring those things to me. And he prayed and they had 12 baskets of stuff, food left over. And so this is what I'm saying to you. See, some of you have never experienced this. You've never seen this. So you just follow the faith. You know, we hear follow the science all the time. Just follow the faith. What happens? I'm going to show you something. Uh, it's a true story. I don't know where this lady, her accent, I'm not sure exactly where she's from. But I, I've shown you last week a true story. This is a true story. And I'm going to help you at the end of this video to be a generous person with your life and show you what can happen. Watch this. I had an accident and my hip was broken in so many pieces. I have two rods in my hip. She's an angel among us. If you watch her in the bread company, everyone comes in to see Catherine. You know, we sell the bread, but I feel like there are some people who specifically come with prayer requests and uh, I go pray for them. One day when we were sharing, she said she was in need of a different car, that her car was needing expensive repairs. I had been saving money, but uh, I knew it wasn't enough, so I knew I would take a few years to save for it. So a couple months later, I went in and I said, Catherine, how's your car fund coming? And she said, I gave it all away. 
And I looked at her and, and she said, there was a widow in need and I gave her the $5,000. I struggled a lot when I gave that money. And uh, I said, I feel okay, but uh, do you think I did the right thing? I mean, I cannot give what I don't have, so I just give what I had. I was shocked, and so I come home and I tell Pete that we needed to help Catherine with her car fund. He looked at me and he said, no, I think we need to buy Catherine a car. And I said, okay, great. Pete called Scott and said, do you know Catherine Gray Harvest? And he said, yes, he did. Pete said, well, we'd like to buy her a car. He asked Pete, do you want it used your new car? And it just hit him right in the face. Why would he ask me that? Of course I would want a used car. That's good enough. He just paused for a moment and he said, I want a new car. And he said it was silent on the phone for a few seconds. And Scott said, whoa, I want to help. And so he pitched in some. So she came to the bakery and uh, she asked me, if you were to buy a car, what kind of a car would you like? I said, Debbie, I'm not really planning to buy a car. But she said, oh, just tell me. And she said, I'd like a SUV cruise control. And she said, I'd like a light color. And we called Scott and he said, I think I've got the perfect car. So Pete said, can we deliver it tomorrow? So we have the bread company owner and his family Scott and his family and our family. And Catherine sees us all coming in and she's just all excited to see everyone. And uh, I went to give them hugs and I said, what's Pete doing here? I did have the, the biggest idea. When I went out, And so we walked her over to the car. We said, Catherine, this is your new car. So, oh, I said, for me, this is for me. I said, oh, I, I knew God had many cars, but I didn't know he had a new one for me. So God had new cars <laughs> for me. We all stood there in tears as we saw the joy on Catherine's face. And we got to be a part of it. And the joy of that was unbelievable. It felt so right, but it was such an excitement to drive it. We told Catherine that we would like this to be confidential. But I kept running into people who would say, I heard what you did for Catherine. It wasn't even us, it was Catherine. It all started with Catherine giving of what she had to a widow to help her, and it just continues on. Generosity begets generosity. We don't give in order to receive. 
We give because it's the nature of Jesus Christ. He gave us his life. So we, we have the, the DNA of Jesus Christ of giving. <laughs> yeah, so this is one story I will never forget in my life. That's beautiful, isn't it? I knew God had a new had new cars, but I didn't know He had one for me. So, generous people do generous things. So let me help you before you go and buy a new car for somebody. Hang on a minute, okay? You have to start very small to get in because it's it's just what it is. You need to get in into your life because that's who we are. If you're a Christian in the room, that's who we are. We're the gen most generous people ever, and we should be. So you have to start small. You have to think, and you've got to write it down. You can't just have a feeling when you leave here, and you will have a feeling, but it'll go away because it's not natural for what we're asking here, for you to be generous to people. You need to find somebody at work. You need to find, somebody's, find somebody you don't know. You need to do something. Because it's when God gets into those things, that's when people's lives are changed. You'll hear that tonight at 5 o'clock. You'll hear it tonight, what God has just done because of generous people. And you will hear it. Start small. Okay? Without God, we won't. And without us, He won't. It is people. Let's pray. Father, thank you for all you're doing. Thank you that... You're involved with all this. You're the one that makes this happen, and we're just part of it. And thank you for including us in that. I pray, Father, that we will do something, just do something to move the kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you were encouraged by today's message and made a decision to follow Jesus, be sure you let us know by connecting with us online at marathonchurch.org. If you haven't already, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience more messages, videos, and live gatherings, visit us at marathonchurch.org or download the Marathon Church app. Thank you for listening to Marathon Church Podcast.